0: Happy Thursday, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. Well, hopefully tomorrow you're headed out to Vegas for our one crazy weekend, a weekend full of parking lot hangouts, cruises through the valley, strip cruise, and a $1,500 cash poker run. That's right. It starts tomorrow at the Orleans Hotel Casino here in Las Vegas, Nevada. 6 p.m. is the first cruise, 9 p.m. is the second cruise, and then Saturday morning, 10 a.m., There's going to be a Vegas Valley-wide cruise with some cool picture ops, and then back to the hotel, hang out for a few hours, and 5 o'clock starts the Let's Talk Dubs Poker Run, where one lucky winner will win $1,500 cash money. So if you're not headed to Vegas now, you better get your act together and head this way to the Orleans Hotel Casino. That's where it's going down, the Let's Talk Dubs Poker Run. Well, last week's podcast was pretty legit, if I don't say so myself, and this week's podcast gets even better why does it get better because this week we learn about the grand national roadster show for some that don't for some of you that don't know about it the grand national roadster show is one of the ultimate custom car hot rod shows it's been around since 1950 it's the pinnacle of hot rod shows and this year the feature vehicle is the volkswagen and so we've got a whole pavilion to ourselves Plenty of cars have been invited down, specialty vehicles that have made an impact in the scene or have uh, done something special. Chop Rod, which I own, is going to be coming down there. So I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. This event is going to take place on May 14th through the 16th. This is all happening in Pomona, California at the Pomona Fairplex. So on today's show, I've got John Buck, Carpo, and Kevin Doyle on the podcast with me. I had my homeboy Alex of Flatform Media there. He was popping off some pics, the paparazzi chasing us around while we're doing this podcast. But it's a great insight into what the show's all about. And the best part about it is this year they celebrate the Volkswagen in that feature building. So there's going to be some of the baddest Volkswagens you've ever seen, a lot of historical Volkswagens. And on top of that, tons of other buildings with hundreds if not thousands of other cars take a look at now you want to pay special attention because you can get your car club in for these three days in the outdoor show so make sure you guys pay special attention to that and you guys posse up with your guys and get your car clubs in the grand national Roadster show to be parked outside at the outdoor show we'll do a couple shout outs to uh the white knight said excellent absolutely loves this showcasing prominent influences in the vw world for all to hear Keep up the great work. You give us five stars. And Superfly Silver Fox chimes back in and says, "I want to let you know I'd stopped listening for a month or two. Too many podcasts and not enough time. However, when I returned, so much has improved. Audio quality is much better. You've improved as a host and sure the show keeps on track. Dog, you got a sponsor. In a world that's a bunch of folks thinks is spiraling down, it's nice to see meaningful improvement. Good on you, brother Bob. Superfly Silver Fox. So shout out to." brother Bob out there, and hopefully we'll see him at the Grand National Roadster Show. If you guys want a shout-out on the podcast, make sure you go and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. If you want to support, make sure you go to letstalkdubs.com slash store and pick up some merch to support your boy. We give a supporter shout-out to David Barry out of San Marcos, California. Picked up a hat, a shirt, and a sticker pack, man. Thanks, David. Appreciate you. Got our back like that, and I'm glad you're enjoying the podcast. So, If you guys have anything specific you want to hear about, shoot me an email at bill at letstalkdubs.com. Send me some topics you want to discuss or things you feel you haven't heard on the podcast. We'll get you guys some of the information on what we can. But as of now, I got them backlogged a little bit, and they'll be coming out over the next few weeks with some good podcasts. I also have Steve Strope with Pure Vision on next week's podcast, and we hear his VW story. That's right. Back-to-back SEMA award winner, guy who builds cars off the chain, and he's also in a, uh, he's got a TV show called Hand Built Hot Rods, which is on Motor Trend TV, so you might want to check that out. But that's next week. As of right now, man, we're about to get into it this week with the guys from the Grand National Roadster Show, John Buck, Carpo, and Kevin Doyle on this week's podcast on Let's Talk Dubs. A Volkswagen is a nice station wagon to have Okay, everybody, on today's show, I'm pretty excited as we've been talking over the past few episodes, uh, actually since last year, since the Prado show, with the uh, 80s reunion, uh, you know, bring back the 80s section, and you guys have been hearing me for a long time say that the 80s are coming back and a lot of things are happening, and based on that, as demographics are changing and some of us are wondering why the prices of Volkswagens are going up, we understand that things are changing in the car market altogether, and now the old guys maybe some, some sometimes look a little bit like us, but what we're starting to see now is the evolution of the respect i think we're seeing in the Volkswagen community and with that i'm excited today because we have the uh, we've got the whole crew from the Grand National Roadster Show here on the podcast today um, and we're going to be talking about this really significant point in time in history that i think all of us should be a part of as best we can because this this next year coming up in May the Grand National Roadster Show is going to special is going to feature the Volkswagen and so one of the halls will be completely committed to Volkswagens, and I'm really excited to have uh, the crew from the Grand National Rosa Show on today's show. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. So thanks. we've got uh, – I've got John Buck, who's the producer. We've got uh, Kevin Doyle, uh, who's sales manager, and we've got Carpo, who is our feature room coordinator. So, uh, guys, welcome to the show. And what I wanted to get started with, because, because my VW – listeners um, may need a little bit of history, and they love the history. Let's start off a little bit of history of the significance of the Grand National Roadster Show and, and, and where where the birth of that comes from.
1: The birth of the Grand National Roadster Show actually started in Oakland, California. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Al Sloniker and his wife Mary, um, in 1949, put together a show and their show was uh, kind of unique. It was after the war, and uh, they wanted to highlight um, kind of like a concourse to elegance type of event uh, indoors. And so they rented out the Coliseum, or the, the, actually, actually the Expo Hall in, in Oakland at the time, and they were unable to fill the entire space. Well, you know, as producer and promoter, you, mm-hmm. you want to have every single space full. So he reached out to some some friends of his who uh, were into these hot rods uh, and um, they were able to fill the rest of the building. Well, come showtime, the show was actually 10 days long. Uh, people just gravitated to the hot rods. They could care less about you know the concourse type cars. And Al and Mary saw an opportunity for the very next year to create a show called the, uh, the National Roadster Show of Oakland. Uh, later became the Grand National Roadster Show and uh, the show's now in its seventy-first year. Wow! Um, it's uh, it has uh, some iconic awards that go behind that show. Nineteen fifty, he created a nine-foot-tall trophy called America's Most Beautiful Roadster Trophy. Right. And uh, you know, guys have been going after that award for years. And uh, very unique uh, award with some very famous car names on that award it's a perpetual award so you got names like George Barris,
0: Chip Foos, Boyd
1: Coddington's names
0: that are on that trophy. And and some of the people that might be listening that might not ring a bell but you may have heard of AMBR. It's yes. often referred to as the AMBR and AMBR award winner and that's where that comes from. Right. So plenty of unbelievably historic and significant people have won those awards like you were saying George Barris and Right. Plenty of others. So. so
1: the show was in really uh, uh, in Oakland. and was the Oakland Roadster Show, as everyone knew it, uh, through the 50s and the 60s. Um, the show moved around a little bit uh, in the late 90s and early 2000s. It moved over to San Francisco to the Cow Palace. It moved down to San Mateo. Uh, I was working at the Fairplex facility as a director of revenue. Saw opportunity there and got in touch with the, the promoter and talked him into bringing it down to really the birthplace of hot rodding, which is Pomona. Sure. And uh, and, and got him to go into the Fairplex. After, after two years of the show, I tried to convince him to sign a five-year contract. I found out the show was for sale. He uh, and I got our heads together, and I found out that uh, I'd soon be the, the, the next owner of this event. <laughs> now, I'm a Volkswagen guy. I, yeah. I've got a '59 bug in my garage. I've been working on for years. My first car was a Volkswagen. So, you know, a little nervous. I didn't tell too many people about that because you know the, these hot rod guys. You know, sure. Little did we know the the evolution of the show and everything else, and and our feature this year going to be a Volkswagen room. It's pretty pretty damn cool.
0: So now, touching on that a little bit, your and the tagline with with my podcast is typically we started out with "What's Your VW Story?" and it's and it's because so many of these Volkswagen enthusiasts start they usually pick the volkswagen due to lack of resources it's like the uh the guy that doesn't have two nickels to scrub together or can't afford a mini truck payment gets a bug because he bought one for 100 bucks and can build it so what's your VW story I've
1: got two my first my first car at 15 years old was uh, it was it was called mild 71. And it was actually a '71 that had gotten had some damage on it, so we actually grafted '67 uh, fenders on it and made it made it
0: to be a more cool <laughs> that's, Volkswagen. That's the move that everybody does, right? Yeah,
1: of course. And uh, it was a great car. It was black. It was low. It had an 1835 in it and uh, blew the doors off. Who now is my best friend? It had a had a uh, Greg Wall who had a, a 350 '68 uh, Camaro, and uh, so. You know, I think at that age, you know, you either went mini truck or you went Volkswagen, and I didn't have a ton of money, and the mini trucks you had to buy a new truck or right. you know something that was equivalent to to something that was a lot, you know, in, in the in the eight nine thousand dollar range sure. versus. You know, I, I think my fir- the first car I bought was twelve hundred, and it was expensive. That's big a lot money. of the work was done on it. It was already <laughs> you already had the Cal windows. It already you know had the mp 8 spokes on it. They were chrome. They it had sure. you know a lot of the paint job was already done, but it just it just needed some some body work. Uh, my second one was was a labor of love. I bought a car for three hundred bucks uh, in uh, in early two thousands, and um, it it had a lot of body damage on it. It was it was bright purple with. Uh, would you say Kevin like a like a rainbow flake it, it was a lowrider for sure it had it had tuck a pink and black tuck and roll swivel seats it had a nintendo in the dash it yeah. had <laughs> it, it had it had it had two uh, 15 inch woofers as a back seat it had a uh, right but it didn't have a motor it didn't it, it was just it was just dam- the roof was damaged badly and uh so my dream car was actually the VW Trends giveaway car yeah. that Car Custom did in Azusa. Yeah. And I wanted one of those so bad we, we, took a, we took a saws out of the top of this bad boy and cut the top off. And I actually um, did the a, did a hot rod route. I actually put 32 Roadster posts on this car rather than using the stock windshield on the and, front on the front of it yeah, yeah it's a shorty windshield yeah it's a shorty windshield it's those are actually 1932 Ford posts so oh, wow. yeah we learned i learned how to do do some metal work and <laughs> and i had a i had a mentor and i got infatuated with it. i mean we suicided the doors and and we put the 39 taillights in it and and um i got i got so into it i was a pharmaceutical rep at the time right and uh i was pretty independent working and my bosses were on the East Coast, and and so <laughs> I was doing more work on this Volkswagen that I was actually making my rounds. So right. I ended up getting fired. Kevin, Kevin <laughs> can attest to that. Uh, over the car, but you know I've had it. Uh, it's in, it's in the garage now. It's going to be at the show. Nice. I, I'm honored that Carpo said, "Hey, let's put it in the room." Uh, We're talking about putting maybe a Carson top on it.
2: I still don't have your invite back. Yeah. 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 You're good today.
1: (laughs) But uh, yeah, this is going to be an exciting year. Uh, The show moved in 2003 down to Pomona. Uh, It was in three buildings and I saw so much potential there to to grow the show. Uh, Building four is 105,000 square feet. It's a big building. And then there's the two small ones are 33,000 square feet each. And Um, when the previous promoter, Dan Sear had the show, he just, he was, he was tired. He, he had, he had some hard knocks up in San Mateo, I think. And, and, uh, he was just looking to retire. And so, uh, when I took over the shows, we immediately moved it to all the buildings, took a a bit off, I think a little more than I could chew the first year, but, but it worked. Yeah. And then immediately I, I implemented an outdoor show as well. So that we've got cars coming on Saturday and Sunday, as well that Friday, park Saturday, and Sunday this year. Friday, right? Saturday, and Sunday this year, yeah.
0: That that park between the buildings. Uh, so it's like a not it it's like a nonstop explosion of car shows. It you is know, it is huge. Even in between the buildings, which are hosting specific types of vehicles, you've got a plethora of. Local car clubs and local people that come out there yeah, to fill in and, and all the voids. You know,
1: there are times where the cars on the outside, I'll have to admit, are, are some some of them are nicer than cars on the inside, man. And so the great part about, we call it the drive-in. Mm-hmm. And the great part about the drive-in is if you don't want to commit to having your car indoors for, for four days because you're moving Thursday, so you, you're really... A, out of pocket on your vehicle for four days. You can bring your car in on Saturday or Sunday. You you're part of the show. Mm-hmm. It includes the admission of the show. It includes free parking, and you know where your car is. It's right there. Did you say free parking? It's free Pomona? parking, in Pomona. Yeah, which is now like 15 bucks a pop. So you <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah, unheard of. So what we're going to do this year, and we're going to get into the buildings with with, with Carpo and, and Kevin, is uh, we're going to have it sanctioned off, sectioned off rather for for uh, Volkswagens as well. Yeah. So we, we're, we're, we welcome everybody. Typically, we're pre-'73, but, uh, you know, if it's Volkswagen, we'll take it in.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, it's exciting. It's a, yeah. it's, it's a pretty big benchmark, I think, in the, in the Volkswagen hobby itself that now – you'll notice good guys recently just started letting the square bodies in. And so, you know, they had a cutoff for that. So as as the generation of the demographic of car enthusiasts starts to shift – we see the different cars and different, uh, hobbies that people were into. You know, um, I, I am excited to see this happen because really for a lot of our listeners out there that don't understand the magnitude of this, I mean, this is a, this is a pretty big deal and I'm really excited about this.
1: Yeah, this is the longest running indoor car show in the world, you know, since 1950 straight. We've the show's been going on,
0: and and a lot of the indoor shows have kind of gone by the wayside. You know what I mean? Uh, I know we used to have an Autorama in Vegas, things like that. I, I haven't seen an Autorama since the late 80s, I think, in Vegas, and right. so and you would think of all places, Vegas, you should do an indoor show, especially if it was going to be, you know, in the summertime. They, they don't, don't do any on. in the summertime. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? But in the summertime, be a perfect perfect venue for it, and we've got tons of convention space, but. You know uh i'm i'm excited to to be a part of this obviously i'm going to be bringing out the the chop rod which is the the 65 uh, chop top that i purchased recently um but yeah if now kevin if you wanted to give us some insight on or do we want to go with carpo first
2: carpo. no i wanted to interject one sure please jump little in. extra thing Absolutely. as far as the history goes in what three and a half years something like that it's going to be the 75th anniversary yeah. and in building building nine's always a special exhibit and it's invite only and no cars get judged there in three and a half years for the 75th uh we're going to organize that building to have as many as we can get ambr winning cars wow and uh, ho- hopefully a little special exhibit of the history of the show with with memorabilia and stuff like that yeah and the last
1: time that was done was at the 50th anniversary in San Francisco mm-hmm. and they were able to get the arena floor and I'm not sure can 23 cars somewhere probably. Some,
0: yeah so but, we're gonna get 24 and you know the, the, the <laughs> thing the thing with some of those cars like a lot of these cars like the car I just purchased was still with the owner that's had it for the last 30 plus years and right. so a lot of these guys that put their heart and soul into these cars they keep them, but some of them, some of them disappear. Yeah. Right.
2: And the only reason I want to interject that, I know we're talking, we're going to be talking about basically Volkswagens here, but a lot of Volkswagen people, a lot of hot rod people, they all inter- intertwine. Absolutely. And uh, just want to get the word out there now, because it's going to be a pretty spectacular exhibit and nope. event. I mean, bottom
0: one. Yeah, absolutely. Both, yeah. I mean, I think if you're going mm-hmm. to get that many, that many AMBM car, AMBR cars plus in addition to that, like you said, so many of these guys cut their teeth on VWs that maybe they're going to come out and get reinfused. Recently, I had some people on the podcast that have been out of the VW scene, a magazine editor that been out of the scene for 15, 20 years. We did a podcast, and he, he said, Man, I'm so charged up about Volkswagens again because it, it gets back to the core essence of when you were that, when, when you became the more money than brains guy, which all of us <laughs> car guys happen to be, right? Um, and, and you're there and even with a Volkswagen, you can have your, you know, your happy little accidents and like, well, I guess we're, we're going to go with those taillights now <laughs> yeah. or whatever the case is. But, yeah. um, I, I think it's, it's, it connects to so many people and, you know, a podcast I'll be doing here in the near future is a really well-known hot rod builder that had one of his first cars a Volkswagen. So I'm, I'm going to have a podcast with him and bring that into that. I talked to you guys earlier about that, but. There's so many. There's so many roads that cross with that. So you know,
1: and it's and it's not only builders, but it's celebrities. Um, you know, I've got a call into Billy Gibbons.
0: He's got a Volkswagen. That's uh, does he still have it? Well, he, yeah. they they. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were. He had pearl necklace, and then he had but there. I, I thought they made a Bugzilla to match Cadzilla, but that may have been somebody in Sweden because there was a Bugzilla. You've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is a black chop the black chop with
3: a Carson top
0: and he just recently moved to Vegas. So if you need uh matter of fact, I'm doing work on a house across the street from his house currently. So if you need somebody to check on the car (laughs) and go talk to bill, you know, sounds good. Let me know.
2: (laughs) He still does own the car.
0: yeah. Does he? Yes. And we just, matter of fact, the last podcast we had Dan Ledbetter, who was the VW trans editor that featured that car. And he said he, he had, he had gotten a call or he had called Billy Gibbons to just get some detailed information on the car, and he said he was amazed at how connected Billy Gibbons was him, and he just said, "Oh no, no, he was in the middle of something." Said yep. they said, "Hey, we need you," and he says, "Hey, I'm doing something important right now. We're talking about cars." <laughs> That's yeah. why he's on the phone with him. He says, That's Billy yeah. giving him yep. some information yeah. about the car, and then he just said, "He said, hey, I just want to let you know that feature came out fantastic. It was great, real, you know, and and it was just it was the highlight of Dan Ledbetter's, you yeah. know, time being a, a photojournalist, you know, with that car, so." I, there's tons of there's tons of these nuggets hidden everywhere. There are, you know, we get guys like David Kindig out of Salt Lake City, who's an amazing
1: car builder. Uh, he's a Volkswagen guy. Yeah. His first car is a Volkswagen. So yeah. we're we're working on him. I don't know if we're gonna get anything, but we're gonna we're working on it. Well, so there's a, a lot of these little jewels everywhere, and and the great thing is Carpo he he, he can turn over every rock. He, he's just <laughs> he's he's talented guy, and he's finding them. And so he'll he'll talk a
0: little bit about what he's found so far. The the hunter. So now, uh, Kevin, if you want to give us an, an overlay of what people can expect, like if they're coming out, if, you, if you're coming out as a Volkswagen guy, what should you expect if you want to come there, participate as a club, whatever you do, and then as well as, you know, this is also open to vendors. Correct. And interestingly enough, for vendors, we talked earlier about, uh, something that I had done earlier in my past. Okay, everybody, everybody has to take a shot when I say bull run bus. But when mm-hmm. I had the bull run bus, I reached out to some vendors. And sometimes it, it, I think that vendors get kind of closed-minded. In other words, they just preach to the choir. And VW guys only advertise in VW magazines. But I think with this, with this platform of having so many potential new, new customers, I think it would be huge for a vendor. We, we know Let's Talk, Dubs will be there. Um, But I think it'll be huge for vendors to be able to reach out to new, fresh market, you know, people that that are going to come there to a show and maybe get inspired by some of these Volkswagen and go buy one.
3: Well, absolutely. And I'll tell you, one of the downsides to the name of the show, Grand National Roadster Show, Mm -hmm. is companies that aren't in the roadster business look at it and go, well, that's not my market. For instance, we had Dan Chuck that does all the Tri-Five Chevys. Mm -hmm. We did the... 60th anniversary of the Tri-5 Chevys, they told us, well, we don't do Roadsters. Then they went and they went, wow, there's a lot of Tri-5 Chevys here. And the guy that owns a Roadster may have one or want one. And in the same way, you're going to get somebody that has a Roadster, has a a Camaro, a truck or whatever. And yeah, wants a Volkswagen. So yes, there's definitely a crossover. And so we've gotten good response by a lot of, VW companies, for instance, MPs, one of the sponsors of the room. So, and I've just this week had lots of companies show interest in being a vendor in there.
0: So besides being a vendor, if you're a, if you're a spectator and obviously I was, you know, when I was leaving here, my brother's in the Las Vegas Volkswagen club. And I said, you guys better get ready because they're letting all clubs park together. So the, the reality is clubs show up, we can get a huge, I mean, we can pack the infield, with Volkswagens, i mean you guys get some clubs and you guys get your act together and show up i mean there's there we're looking to flood this place right yep i mean if it's if it's our chin listen this is the nightclub we've been trying to get into and we know guys crack the back door <laughs> and we're getting in right there's no, <laughs> let's let's not turn down the opportunity so besides uh we, we've got club parties so if, if a spectator wants to come in or they they want to show at their club how, what time they got to be there, How soon space is reserved? How's that? Well, the work? best
3: is to go onto the website, which mm-hmm. is rodshows.com and find the drive-in entry form, because that's what the outside area is called is drive-in. The drive-in. Fill it out ahead of time and be pre-registered because we still have so much space, and when it's full, it's full. If you're not pre-registered, you're sitting outside. We do have an area at the end of Building nine that's a big concrete area that we're planning to put all the Volkswagen club, but it's there. It's first come first serve.
0: Yeah. And now is this, now this is in the Pomona, the same area where the Pomona swap meet is held. No, actually down where the buildings are. Swap meets in the parking lot. Swap meets in the parking lot. Yeah. This
1: this is is down
2: actually the LA County fair is held at. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So all the buildings, all the outdoor space, there's a, there's a new convention center conference center. Mm -hmm. And there's a huge pad that Kevin's referring to where we we can put, how
2: many buildings? Nine. There's nine
1: buildings. Yes. Nine
0: buildings of show cars. Yes. That's yeah. Everything
1: from from uh, traditional, uh, we used to call them rat rods. We don't call them rat rods anymore. They're traditional rod and customs mm-hmm. to uh, to street rods, motorcycles. We've got a great presence of low riders there. Yeah. Yeah. Good presence of Volkswagens there. Good presence of rods and customs. Trucks.
0: Amazing trucks. Yeah, yeah. the truck market's gone. Oh, gone out. Go the the C10s and the square bodies yeah. are out of control. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs>
1: They yeah, are really cool, and then and the, and we actually uh, building five is a carpeted room, and, and it's it's full of customs and legendary custom Top
0: Mercs and that Yeah, yeah. No, I am excited because it's one of those things that that, I and I don't want to say VWs were banished, but sometimes there was always this little bit of dichotomy between Volkswagens and hot rods, especially in the in the '80s and whatnot.
3: Well, I actually was a mini trucker. Uh-oh. In the '80s, but careful. I had a lot Should of time Volkswagen, so we ran together. So we got the same Absolutely. thing. Is yeah, you'd go to a, a more of a hot rod event, and they're like, that oh, yeah, go, mini truck go, out of here, go, go cruise Angelos, right?" And You're yeah. like, "Hey
0: man, my door handles are shaved. That's why right. can't I? <laughs> why can't I be down?"
3: Well, it, and I don't know if you know the story of well, you probably do because of Chris Addington's uh, podcast, but that's how that car became what it is, is because a couple hot rodders said it's just a Volkswagen, right? And he went, "Oh yeah, I'll show you."
0: Yeah, and 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 that whole that demographic of the strip cruising guys, because you know it's like the the roadster guys and all that stuff used to cruise back in the fifties and sixties. They'd cruise, and then when they got a little older, they would just go to car shows. And right. then now the now the strips covered by mini trucks and bugs and all that stuff in the eighties. Right. Which we now see those values are starting to just push up like crazy. I mean, mini trucks are going for a lot of money you know if you find and there are some of these full-blown show trucks that are out there that are been locked away in a guy's garage and he's storing mm. his the the old baby crib and stuff on top well, of I'll it tell you,
3: Car- Carpo mentioned the 75th but the year before that which would be 2023 mm-hmm. in that building we're going to do trucks and we've got some mini trucks that have been put away original owners from oh, the are? day we are i
2: don't mm-hmm. think you are <laughs> well, here, here no, first. there's
3: some mini trucks that are. <laughs> All right, we'll oh, we'll let's talk
1: about One of the things I'd like to tell you too. Sure. Just uh, we were talking about the history of the show, but Alan Mary Sloniker, that name Sloniker is an important name. And just this yeah. past year, uh, in this, in the was it the 70s, uh, Al Sloniker did pass away, and there was an award. That was created. That was basically the best car of the show. That wasn't a roadster, right? And and so the awards called the Al Sloniker Award, ARP, which is our main sponsor for both the America's Most Beautiful Roadster, the Amber, mm-hmm. and now the Sloniker uh, Award. Uh, you know It's a twelve thousand five hundred dollar purse for each trophy, so twenty five grand wow. between the two of them. Um, and you know, Chris won the Slonaker back in the day when <clears throat> that when that that car came out so you know it's yeah. it's pretty cool he he did show these the hot rod guys yeah volkswagen can do it and and did and in fact the sloniker has had two he's three, actually the third yeah.
3: volkswagen yeah. Burnt carlson with the pink lady won it and then ed yeah. pappick with spellbound won
0: it and interestingly enough as i'm in chris's garage interviewing him and looking around his garage he's got quite a few beautiful cars mm-hmm. trophies nine foot trophies all stuff he said that's my favorite trophy and he pointed to the Sloniker, yeah he said that's my favorite trophy it means the most because you know of the prestige that that trophy brings to to bear and so I think what some people need to realize is that you y- you can get it even if you have a Volkswagen because there's three yeah. that have won it before and and Volkswagens as you guys have started to dip in the scene have really moved on to another level of, of detail and sophistication and these cars are being restored like there are some Porsches. professional
3: builders today doing Volkswagens that are beyond what anybody would have imagined. Yeah, and it that we, that the, I saw earlier. Well, we have Buddy Hale at Yeah Type uh, One Restorations. But, yep, he's got one that's entered for the Sloniker
0: Yeah, next year. Yeah, he's he's got. I mean, there's you've got you've got him, you've yeah. got Pip, you've got you've got Bob Cook on the East Coast. I mean, there's there's ten guys that build. Top level Volkswagen. and they all have their own style. They do. Yeah, it's cool, and and it's interesting because you know you, you've got you know Pip at the compound who's building the DBK cars, and he's got his style his his Long Beach uh, aggressive street vintage style, and then you've got Buddy in Phoenix, and Buddy has a heavily hot rod, hot rodded influenced. Style that's that's smooth lines and and clean and and machine looking you know right. so there's definitely I mean and y- there's so many guys to pick from Lanny Hussey in Canada I mean there's there's just builder on top of builder that that has their own style but they're all take just when you think you can't you're like what can you do it's just a bug you know what I mean and that's the amazing thing you know and it's and you can put they reinvent it every time yeah, yeah. you just put infuse so much personality and and character that p- specific builder so. Um, in regards to some of the specifics in the show, uh, what's it going to cost for um, a, a spectator drive-in to come in for three days?
3: Well, there's a difference between a spectator and a the drive-in. I'm sorry, I'm
0: sorry, a drive-in. A, a person drive-in, bringing a car If you
3: do the three days, it's
0: $150. So 150 bucks, but to get to park your car inside the show, be part of the organization. Two for Two, three days, Yeah,
3: a goodie bag, and yeah, you're in there for three days.
0: And that's, I, th- I think it's, it's, a, it's, we were talking earlier about shows in Europe. That's a, that's a really reasonable deal, um, you know, especially to be part of the Grand National Roadster show to actually have your car. Because I think sometimes, you know, I think uh, I think it was Carol Shelby that said, if I knew I was making history when I did it, I'd have paid more attention. Right. <laughs> you know, and I think this is one of, this is the opportunities that at least in our generation, because we've got so much digital documentation of everything and it's not like oh we forgot about that one magazine because it's lost forever now all these archives are online all these you know even carpos informed me about some cars i didn't even know about and with having all this access to, to the stuff our our generation currently we're able to kind of pause and and savor the fact that you know what i'm gonna it's worth it because i'm gonna say i was at that event right. i was mm-hmm. there i was part of it and it's it's huge, you know.
2: What's it cost for one day? It uh, depends on the if day. If you come
1: on, if you like, let's, if you come on Sunday um, as part of a club, it's forty dollars. Right. You know. Now, in comparison, two people to get into the shows, it's twenty five dollars a ticket. So it's fifty plus, bucks just to get in, plus plus parking. fifteen bucks to park. It's so. Yeah. It's, and not only are you getting the opportunity and the goodie bag always has a nice collectible gift in it, but we'll have magazines there. We'll have. You know, trends will have will have hot VWs there. And the, yeah, there's
3: awards, there, picks by yeah, hot VW like Shen will do some picks. Sure. Actually, RK Smith and Dean Carson is going to do their own nice picks. A little nice. history there, and some other ones. Some of the some of the sponsors. This maybe. is strictly for uh, for the driving, just, yeah, just for the
2: just for the driving cars.
0: Yeah.
3: But I'll say that too. Anybody that's got a Volkswagen that's interested in putting it in the judge show inside is more than welcome. So now a, ju- a
0: judge show. Someone wants to bring a high-level Volkswagen to this judged event. Lay it out for me. What do they got to do? What's it take? How soon do they need to register? What should they expect? Because this is different than a Volkswagen show, so so run that by me.
3: Well, there again, to go to RodShows.com and get the mm-hmm. entry form. Fill out. It's $150 to enter it. Um, a couple ways you can do it. You can park it on the... Floor, you can set up a full display and pull the wheels off, depending on you know what the car is. Uh, it is judged by a team of qualified car builders, people that have been doing this for a long time. They're classified in similar categories, so a Volkswagen won't be going up against a '57 Chevy,
0: right? Exactly. So it would be like, a, so, so you've got different class categories, and then is it like a bracket type deal to where, as cars, let's say. Um, you know, a Volkswagen is really pushing top end to. Are all the stuff that's in the running for the Sloniker all grouped together? Because obviously, yes. the, okay.
3: all the Slonikers, you have to enter the Sloniker separately. Just it's like a, like special, EAM, a special Amr.
1: invitation. So those guys will be in their own building, in their own category. Everyone else will be uh, in the other buildings. Mm-hmm. But a Volkswagen, it falls under um, um, the custom car category. Okay. So a Hot Rod's not going to go up against a Volkswagen. But, you know, you could see a Volkswagen go up against, for the top custom of the show, mm-hmm. it could go up against a 50-cent. Absolutely. Or, yeah. or it could definitely.
2: go up against, like, best paint-based and Oh, absolutely. Yes. Best, yeah, best absolutely. engine. Yes. Detail. Best
1: engine. Yeah.
2: It, it, a lot of different.
1: Yes.
0: So there's several different categories. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now expect to roll in. So the show starts Friday. So everybody's rolling in Thursday, Thursday's Wednesday, Thursday? Yeah. Okay. Wednesday
1: night or Thursday yeah. all day. Yeah. And there, we, actually, we actually do it different than other indoor car shows. We actually set a time for you. you mm-hmm. If you're accepted into the show, mm-hmm. you have a guaranteed time slot. So it could be 10 o'clock, noon, or 2 o'clock on <coughs> Thursday. And you don't need to stress. You just show up at that time and they'll escort you down to the building. They'll help you get inside the building if you need help with your display setup. I've got uh, young men that... that roam around and can help out with that kind of stuff too so perfect it's a, it's, it's a pretty smooth process uh yeah fairly we, well organized yeah we've done it for 13 years here so we've got it. <laughs> well you can't, got it done i mean you, it's organized chaos yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, let's face it you
0: got a lot of cars coming down so <laughs> listen it's uh anybody that's ever i think as car guys we look at a car show and every one of us has been there like you know what this car show could they could have done this they could have done that right and then the minute we put one on yeah you learn as the days approaching to the event come up, there's that anxiety that starts to swell over you, and you're thinking of the 50 things that the average spectator has no clue are going on in the background. That's right. Oh, the, yeah. The intensity, you know, like I said, you know, you guys know I do an event in Vegas, that, and I, it's just like as it's coming up, as <clears> these <throat> things are starting to unfold, it really starts to swell. And then you realize how much work it really is. Yeah. But
2: I'll give you a perfect example. Sure. So Kevin and I lay out the floor plan of the room, mm-hmm. typically. And we do it, I don't know, two weeks before or something like that. Yeah. And I'm stressing on Thursday at about 3 o'clock mm-hmm. when four guys haven't shown up yet. And I'm on the phone calling. And finally I get a hold of them. And they go, oh, no, 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 we're, we're not going to make it. So I'm calling I have a waiting list obviously. Sure. And I'm calling so you're stressed. You yeah. know, because you gotta fill that spot. You know, that kind of stuff. So yeah, you're stressing big time.
0: And it's, that, that's another thing to take in consideration. But you know you, you got, the you got hats off to
1: Carpo for having that list. I'll tell you what, there's not another car show out there that has a list of cell phone numbers like we have that can get to the guy and say, Hey, we got a reserved spot for you and, and for them. To, to answer to say, no, I'm not right. coming. At least we know, you yeah. know, it's not, it's not an outdoor show where, you know, whether you get 50 cars or hundred cars, no, <laughs> we, uh, we have a set. We have <laughs> 600 cars inside. Yeah. And every one of them is set by color, mm-hmm. by style. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I won't of the park stuff.
2: two black cars next to each other. And we learned that
1: from a great Armenian, oh, Blackie yeah. Jejean. Blackie. Yeah. Yeah, he's our, he's, he's our, he's uh, our mentor. The, he set, mentor, set the protocol, yeah. huh? He did. <laughs> Fresno Autorama. The guy was amazing. Mm-hmm. And he would hand hand park every car coming in. We don't do that. Right. We have teams of what we call our go-to guys that help us with that. But, uh, yeah, no two black cars are parked next to yeah, each other. Yeah,
3: we'll look at the list of the cars and go, that one and that one would look really good together. There's a mm-hmm. good contrast between them, something yeah. like that.
0: Now, if someone's coming in for the full show aspect of it, and they're coming indoors and they want to, let's say, because you see some of these cars have lightings, they're on stands, all that stuff, they need to be completely self-sufficient? Correct. So if you've got batteries, that if you've got no, light, we, they better you, be LED and battery powered? We have power. Oh, yeah. there is you power. Can power in the rent floor. Rent power.
3: You can yeah. rent carpet if you want carpet under your car, or you can bring your own display. And, and a lot of guys now are having self sufficient battery packs in their displays.
0: And, and all this of information is available at
3: on the website. rod Rodshows.com. Shows.
0: Rod w R O D S H O W S dot com. All
3: right. I like it. There's a rule book on the website that will tell them all that.
0: And in respect to the rule book, will it give them the criteria of how the car is judged? Yes. Yes. Okay.
3: Also for the most part, they can probably figure out what class they are. You, it's really hard to do it though until you actually see the car. Yeah, you know, it goes by
1: number you don't need of modifications. To worry about classification. The judges will yes. go. The judges go around on Thursday evening, Friday morning, and classify all the vehicles. You have a show card when you check in and get all your credentials, your three-day passes as a as a participant for you and a guest. Um, you'll get a, a, a placard that goes in front of the car. They write down the class on that. They know okay. exactly, so it's not, it's not a stress thing. It's it's
0: you know you want to enjoy it. Yeah. So once you're there and you're set up, other than, other than the the chaos of getting your vehicle set up, once you're set up, you're kind of hands free. Let's say people bring stuff with them, all that kind of stuff. There's places where they can. Keep their extra stuff nearby, or yeah,
1: depending on what it is. I mean, if it's car cleaning stuff, they can put it in the car unless the unless they're um, opening. We we encourage you to open the car up. So if you got cleaning stuff, you know you can take it out to your to your secondary vehicle. We provide a uh, parking pass for a secondary vehicle so that you're not getting nailed fifteen dollars a day for parking. Perfect. Um, We also have some storage areas to put stuff. And if you have a trailer, we have trailer.
0: Storage yeah, free free trailer hey, parking. Yeah, and right. and what and, and for me being a guy who's had several cars that we that I show and things like that, I've never been super. I don't get excited about car shows because you just show up, it's a parking lot, you park the car, and it you walk. Completely over. different. Yeah, yeah, and this is more an event to behold because not only, and I think some we get a little jaded as car people. It's like we go to our our same Saturday coffee hangout or whatever, mm-hmm. and we're like. Oh yeah, it's those cars again. Right, and you're like, you know what I mean. And it's like that guy who parks there, who says this and wears that, and and it's just like it kind of becomes a little a little redundant. And this is something because it's such a prestigious show. You see things, and for a lot of us, you see you'll see things that you've only seen in the magazines. Oh yeah,
2: definitely. Mm-hmm. And how many cars do we have drive in Saturday? Let's thousand last, last year. Thousand.
1: It, depending on a the weather, eight
3: hundred thousand. Yeah. This year being in May. I'm longer, saying
1: 12, Yeah, might be, yeah. maybe and, 15. And yeah. I've got a great relationship with the facility where, oh, unlike, we unlike to... <laughs> the indoor yeah. buildings where I've got a finite number, sure, outdoor, I can extend my my reach out past the grandstands and add more car spaces. Mm-hmm. So if it's 12, 1300 pre-reg, we can... We can accommodate that, but I think the importance, like Kevin was saying, is you got to pre-reg. Yeah. And if you are a club, we want to keep you together, and we want we want you guys to be able to be right down in the center of it all.
0: So let me explain that to you guys that are listening. Clubs, listen up. You know your one buddy who's always says he's going to be there and he's not going to be there. Don't hog up spaces that you're not going to take because that's critical. Because exactly. if you guys sign up for ten cars and three show up, you're gonna, you're gonna be like, like like holes in teeth. You know, no one wants to see that. So Make sure you don't invite the guy who's last minute Willie and you go with your solids and show up. Because I think it's, it's something to behold, especially when you can go out there and you see all these car clubs parking together. And it really just kind of shows a, a, a sense of, uh, you know, what clubs really have it together.
1: Yeah, the solidarity right. of it's really cool. I would
2: highly recommend, what time does, do they start bringing cars in? in the Seven morning? o'clock they roll. I would highly recommend getting there around 630, 615 because it, it, it's a show outside by itself if you're talking to people it's a pretty fun time.
0: yeah no I, I listen I, I can't tell you how excited I am to go to this um, just because it's it's always been one of those things where it's like and it was probably conflicting schedules and it's like all right well you know if there were some, some there are draw but now for VW people especially in Southern California, which is huge, the VW contingency down here is massive so I think, the turnout should even compound even bigger. So now yeah. you've got I mean, it just it should be phenomenal because we've all watched it over the past few years, right? We've watched Pomona go from this to this to this and because of the internet which has affected it. And so when there's not a lot of stuff for sale and it's the whole experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think this is an event where it's it's an experience the VW crowd is not used to. Right. Correct. You know, so um now Kevin, anything anything that we missed that you might want to touch on? Um, well,
3: go ahead. Well, actually, yeah, I would like to give thanks to a couple guys that have helped us. Sure. In finding cars, and we kind of put a committee together of, to make the initial list. Don Lindfors is one of them; who has been around a long time. Stuff so Eric Geyser that was with VW Trends, Bob Daniels, who you know, yeah. Uh, Stefan, I can't ever pronounce. Stanzi, yeah. yeah stuff. So and, they helped us and quite Burley. a bit early. Burley helped yeah. a lot. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and, and Jeffrey Hicken with DKK, yep. he's the one who did all our ads. If you've seen the ads in hot VWs, yeah. amazing. Yeah. He's work.
0: he's phenomenal. No, so. that's cool stuff. You, listen, I mean, you, you can't do it by yourself and it takes a team of people. And, and, and like I do with my event, there's a lot of volunteers that do it for the love of the hobby, you know? Um, now, and we can get, if anything else comes up we can get back to you and I wanted to touch on I want to touch on carpo about some of the stuff that we may be anticipating to see at this event. So um, you've put some time and effort in tra- tracking some people down and what what are some of the cars that we might see that some of our listeners would be familiar with out there?
2: All right. Um let me get my
0: list He's all here. business now. He puts his glasses <laughs> He's on. on the it. glasses. It's He's all mine. business now.
2: Um just so you know, when I do when I do these these uh, these exhibits, I call them. Um, I tend to get like the best of the best, or very significant historic, and it's a wide variety of styles. Let's put it that way. Sure. Like when I did when Brian Bauer and I did the Model A the 90th anniversary a couple of years ago, uh, we came up with a list of cars, and we had 200 cars on a list. Which a uh, building we, only
1: holds 109, so they did a phenomenal yeah, job.
2: generally I like to put in, you know, confirm 100 cars, and then I have, you know, typically 100 cars on a waiting list. But I try, we try to get the best of the best, and that's why we got, you know, some of the guys in on early that are hardcore into the VW scene currently to give us, you know, I, we've got old stuff and we've got new stuff. Mm-hmm. So... And I've got them in categories, and, and I'll just give you some highlights. Obviously, the Schley brothers are bringing their Lightning Bug. Nice. Two, Russell Ritchie will have lightning the Lightning Bug there. The Schley brothers will have their Dragster there. I do have confirmation from Neo at Flat 4 in Japan. He, I'm not sure 100% if he's bringing two cars or one, but he's obviously Inch Pinscher 3 or the MP Dragster. Nice. And then I've got, like, people know Corey Mack. We've got his Mac Attack Gia coming. We uh, actually
3: have three of his cars.
2: <clears throat> we'll have three of his cars there. Um, you know, and then we've got, like, current Dave Foltz's Dragster. That's coming. I've got a couple of cars from, you know, I've got the Sonic Muffin from Clyde Berg and Gene Berg's, um, Gene Berg's Black Cub oh really right there. yeah nice and then i got current stuff i've got like uh tony clink from the store racing with his bro bug i've got uh jack sacchetti with his 48 special and then i've got a really bitching car it's uh people have probably not people they've seen it here it's a type 34 uh gia gonna come
0: oh nice marty's
2: bringing it from i believe he's in illinois yeah and then dean kirsten just found daryl vitone's dry car right and he's restoring it as we speak so that'll be here um as far as you know i'm gonna give you like a few things committed i got some bonneville cars i, I got daryl vitone's red gear coming as far as off-road stuff i've been mean, i've got some burrows i got a burrow coming i've got a class i got an MP bug class 11 bug coming we have baja bugs we have Corey Max Mac Attack Sandrail coming. I've got uh, Reggie Tibbetts Good Vibration Sandrail coming. I got, and, and mind you, there's a lot of these cars on this list that are not only hot VW cars, but they're hot VW cover cars. Sure. Like the Tunnel Buggy. I don't know if everybody remembers that, and I don't know what year it is. It's uh, Cordell Elger's car. Um, we've got Doom Buggies. We've got. Uh,
0: so you're, we're, we're, it's just, it's not a, only a, yeah, you're showcasing every everything. model that Volkswagen, yeah, our kind
3: of, Volkswagen powered or, mm-hmm. or yeah, air cooled powered mm-hmm. or Volkswagen, Volkswagen body. So, so really, we have some that have V8s or a Subaru and stuff, but not a lot.
0: But, but it's really, I mean, it, I think what people need to understand is, and sometimes, they struggle with this. It shows because you always have, and, and I think it's I, I was I was teasing the two of you guys that don't have thirty two roadsters, and I just kind of scoffed at you. And I went to go talk to guys with thirty two Fords, <laughs> but you know it's the same thing within the within the Volkswagen scene. Sometimes there's a little bit of like, oh, well, we're, you know, we're street cars and you guys are Bajas and we don't do. And, right. and, and this special feature is featuring every make and model and really featuring the entire hobby in the whole spectrum. Correct. It's right. not Correct. just Cal Bugs. Yeah.
2: Let's put it that yeah. way. We're so Cal you know what I mean? Absolutely. And, we, and that's what we came up with originally because you want to show everybody, you know, what's out there. And there's a lot of these cars that people haven't seen before. And or they've been tucked away for a long time and haven't been seen before. Um, you know, like we've got uh, Kevin Jeffries bringing his, his dad's coyote, Dean Jeffries' coyote. Yeah. You know, that car has been seen in a long time. I've, I'm i working on the Pink Lady. Uh, I've got, you know, Burnt working on it. Uh, it's up in Oregon. It, it, hopefully it'll be here. We've got Top Gun coming.
0: Yeah, uh, Top Top Gun's, uh, I mean, every, I, I remember Top Gun. I think so many people remember Top Gun, and it came out last year. And it was like everybody just had to see it because, you know, anybody that puts a, a mid-engine engine inside the car with rattan seats, <laughs> some wicker dash components, it's one of these things to behold, to see it, and really to appreciate the work that goes into some of these cars, you know, and and the different styles. And I think the great part about the Volkswagen itself it's just you know it's really similar and so different than the roadster because there how many different mm-hmm. ways can you build a stinking roadster right. right from from rat rod to to untouchable show car to carson top to all yeah. the different styles the, the Volkswagens with the breadth of the different the different models that are available it really i don't think you'll have a person that could walk through that exhibit and not have a connection to some vehicle there right right
2: yeah i mean i've got as for like a current car, I got the Berlin Bug with the V8, oh yeah, Buick in it. Yeah, that thing's you know, out that's of control. A car. That
0: is, that is. There's, there's also one. Uh, I don't know the name of it. There's one with a Viper V10 motor in it too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. Kind of awesome. And, it, and what's you know, and me being a okay, me being a hardcore VW guy, but I've also, uh, I've, I haven't been 100 percent faithful to VW thing because I, I like all cars. You know what I mean? But, and, and you look at some of the styles. I think the thing that that you need to appreciate about these cars is regionally where they come from, the background of the people that build them, they all have their own unique style. And if you approach that car, if it's not your bag, but you look at it and, and you really appreciate and take into consideration the locale of the builder and the style and influence that's behind it, you can really generate an appreciation for cars that really may not even do anything for you. But there's there's so much to it that that can be taken out of this.
2: Right. Uh, I'll go. Uh, so I've got like Suicide Run. Norm Norm Robert Squareback coming. I've got James Russell who owns uh, Keith Dean's Kid Dean coming yeah. from. He's committed uh, coming from England, I believe. Gets, um, yeah. um,
3: well, and then because of Keith Dean's car coming, right? Page Proctor is bringing his square back out of hiding. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because Keith built Paige's car. Yeah. He says I'll bring it if Keith's car's there.
0: That's insane.
3: Hasn't been seen in thirty-five years.
0: Yeah, there's. It's so. It's so crazy because you put this blood, sweat, and tears in these cars, and maybe because of a bad relationship, a breakup, or who knows what happens. Like you're not going to sell it, and you're not going to drive it. Like it's just the. It's the craziest thing. But those cars take us back to a time when we like we saw it for the first time. And I remember remember the first time going to a California VW show, and I was just I'm from the desert. You know, we got six palm trees and a lot of asphalt. And I, <laughs> and I walk in to the, the Irvine Amphitheater, you know, over there, Lyon County Safari, they called it back then. And I, oh, my yeah. eyes were exploding out of my head. I mean, it was just like the, the craziest thing I'd ever seen. But, you know, those cars that were around at that time made such an impression on me, <clears throat> you know, and, 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 and I, I love that part of the hobby.
2: Yeah. I've, I've got, you know, I've got one car that probably nobody's probably seen down here and it was it's in 1955 uh-huh. and we saw, we talked about this car Oh really it's this coming. Is Crichton Mueller's uh, he was 15 when his son Andy Mueller was telling me the story and I knew this I knew the story. When he was 15 his parents bought him a brand new Volkswagen 1955 Volkswagen He put it in the garage and he proceeded to chop it Ooh. and customized it cool at 15 years old and he still owns the car yeah nice. it's supposedly the first chop bug ever yeah and and, so, and and hopefully you know hopefully his health is good he's told me yes but I'm hoping the car is coming down. I believe he's in Oregon. He's in Oregon? Yeah.
0: Well, side note, if he happens to be listen.
2: I don't think he's in Washington,
0: I think. I, I got a guy who wants to buy a Datsun off me up in Oregon and offered to pay me to take it up there. I don't want to drag an empty trailer back, so yeah. listen. There you go. The offer's out there, there, there if need be, okay?
2: Uh, I've got Mike Tupper committed uh, with the AMB VW, America's Most Beautiful VW Coming. Nice. I've got I've got a few Volkswagens. I've got actually the one of the originators, Ken Fuller's white... Uh, Volksrod coming. I've got a Brizio Volkswagen coming. I've got Fred Hidalgo's stink butt
0: coming. Did you say a Brizio?
2: Roy Briz, uh, Andy Brizio car, yeah.
0: Really? Uh-huh. I never... Did, uh, so
2: So the, oh, yeah. what they refer to today is the Volksrods right.
0: with the
3: bug with the fenders yeah, yeah. off? No, no, no. No, these are... More of a street rod, yeah, right, on a Volkswagen pan.
1: Looks like a tea bucket, wasn't it? Wasn't it one of Andy's instant tees? No. Oh, okay. Different. Oh, it was different. This okay, like
2: they considered these Volksrod way back in the day. Interesting. Do, okay. I believe Dode Martin create was one of. The, I think his was the first, and then Andy Brizio and Fuller. Cool. All three of them were making these kits, and they were looked like a tea bucket, but they had a Volkswagen motor.
0: Now you're talking about Brizio that does the hot rods. The his hot dad, rod. It's
1: his dad. His dad. Andy Brizio is Roy Brizio's father. father. He's known
0: as the Rod Father rod. Yeah. in our in our business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he is. He's pretty phenomenal. And he built kits to do to make a, a, a tea bucket yes. out of uh, out of a beetle it, chassis. It, all, no, it was a, a,
2: it was a custom chassis, from what I understand, with a Volkswagen motor.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, that's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. and and so he produced that kit for a short time
2: yeah it was short-lived yeah and then but Kent Fuller still owns his original car that's and insane it's, a, it's probably one of the best ones in my opinion wow and then we got you know stink bug Fred Hidalgo I remember everybody knows that yeah car. yeah and then I've got Juan Cole who's he says he's got the first v-rod it's a it's a it's an interesting car built in the 70s it's got a 32 grill on it um very cool car obviously we have a a Herbie bug coming from uh, Bo Bachman and Dave to Galpin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Spicoli bus from Fast Times at Richmond High coming.
0: Yeah, Skinner Skinner's bringing yeah.
2: that. <laughs> um, I do have like I have oddities. <clears throat> and odd, a,
0: oddities are always fun. Yeah, they're they're they are a love it or hate it type yep. thing. Yep.
2: <laughs> this car was, I believe, on the cover of Street Rodder magazine. See, so here we go. The with crossover. a Volkswagen, yeah, crossover, crossover, yeah. This is Les Jarvis's Mini T panel truck. Oh wow! And it's Volkswagen powered, obviously. And then I've got uh, Elliot Vencil bring in uh, his Fridlin van, which it's a Buddy Hale car. Yep, yep. Um, <clears throat> as far as buses go, I've I've got quite a few buses coming. I will just, and I've got some double cabs coming. I've got I've got about three original bugs. We have to have an original oh, yeah. style bug, and then I've got the clubs that are predominantly here. Uh, bring in three cars. I got DKP, DKK, DBK, and German folks. And I've got you know type three gear. I've got a type three g Let's see what else is interesting here.
0: Yeah, there's there's just such a the problem with Volkswagens is as you start going through the different models, all of a sudden you think like, oh, there's only four. And you're like, what is oh, there? There's, wow, there's, there's like six. Four. There's eight. There's I've six.
2: got a Pro Street thing. Coming. Nice. Uh, I've got a swim Wagon coming.
0: Any Rabbit pickups?
2: No,
3: wasn't air cooled.
0: There. Well, you're. Uh, I stand. You're correct. It's not air cooled. <laughs> but it was in the 80s that they had two of them, two twin ones that had. It was the most ironic thing because they're front wheel drive, but it had. Giant slicks in the back, and it looked like a pro (laughs) Ah, street. It was called the Fat (laughs) Wabbit, is what it was called. But yeah, no, it's a that's quite a list of cars.
2: Well, I've got I mean, I've got John McBeath bringing Peaches and Scream. Mm -hmm. I've got obviously Aaron Cahan uh, bringing his car with Bob Daniels that were on the cover together. Um, One real special car, and everybody knows um, Russell Ritchie confirmed yesterday with me that he is bringing the Aronson Holmes car. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's going to be pretty special because I don't think anybody's seen it here since it was restored, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not 100% positive.
0: Um, It's a significant car. These are all cars that have significantly contributed to the hobby in one way or another. Right.
2: I've got Ryan Reed. He's bringing his Coral 67 Bug that's been in hibernation for 15, 20 years. Yeah. And his the guy that owns uh, Kip, who owns his white, the laptop, white, yeah. yeah, he's bringing it too. So yeah, we've got a lot of
3: well. And I'll say too, I said something about Corey Mack bringing three cars. And mm-hmm. One of them too is his oval window that he's had, I believe, since high school. Right. That was white at one time with the flames and the graphics and everything. he drag race, and then turned into the full drag car, and now he's restoring it to more of a cali It'll be black, and I it'll probably be almost debuted there.
0: Nice. No, there's definitely there's definitely no shortage of, of a lineup. I think it's as far as Volkswagen events go, this, especially with what's gone on this year, yeah. I think this is really just a a monster of a show to bring to the table. I, I mean I'm I'm really excited. I'm I'm excited that VW people get to rub elbows with the hot rod crowd. And and, and it's this long time I don't want to say truce, but I mean it's like this 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 long time rivalry that now with the level Volkswagens have been and are being built at, that are starting to get some of the respect of a lot of the well, like, rod builders. Like
2: we've talked, Bill, um, there's so many hot rodders that came from, I mean, I came from Volkswagens. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean,
0: what's your false, what's your first Volkswagen Carpo? Uh,
2: I bought my first Volkswagen on a necessity because mm-hmm. I was, I mean, I must've been like 19. I think I had a, uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. I had a 914.6, that's 71 nice. that I had painted black. It was a beautiful car. And I was going to junior college, and I couldn't take the car. It was too nice to, to, to school. So I, out of necessity, bought a 64 Bug because that was probably like in 1976, and the scene was on, you know, with mm-hmm. VWs. And I, I bought a $300 Bug that has been smashed in the front. It needed a front splash apron and needed a back apron and i lowered it and puts and that's when you can go back to the junkyard went back in the day when you can go to the junkyard <laughs> and i bought 356 wheels and put the center caps on them and put a header on it and put nerf bars and decromed chromed it you know and it was a typical 70s yeah, cruiser man and a sunroof and it was bitching and uh and then after that i bought i had a 50 that was a 64 i bought a 59 and then I had a fifty. My last one was I was probably twenty, but back then I was going through cars like crazy. I had a chopped fifty-seven oval window that I never finished. Yeah. And then and then I kind of went into from there. I went into Corvettes and hot rods.
0: Well, it's the natural progression, you know. Yeah. And and it's funny. There's a, there's a road that they go, and it's either hot rods and whatnot, or it's Porsche. They, yeah. they, they split off into yeah. two and you don't you don't find a lot of porsche guys that have that, that are into hot rods too you know they either take that european path or they take that hands-on custom car path but it's uh it's
2: and that's how i met all my friends like in i know a lot of guys in dkk yeah and uh that's when we used to go to the buggins at ocir and then i became friends with mike ragasa the kamikaze kid yeah. and used to pit for him and, and that was a great time that was what late 70s early 80s i think we had a great
0: time and you got to be around i mean what more fun than being around drag racing volkswagens yeah yeah i mean to have a street volkswagen that's fast there's this underdog thing well i just got the car fired up the other night that the car that i recently picked up and it had a big 2.3 liter in it and i drive normally buses and i've got big motors but it's a big it's a big billboard vehicle. you're driving yeah, yeah. yeah. And you don't feel that seat of the pants speed. Right. It's been a long time since I drove a really fast Bug. And I took this Bug out with these super rare BRMs on it. My brother knows me. I taste a little bit of that throttle, man. I'm like, and, my, and I'm in that car with my boy. And he's like, my son looks like, holy crap, this is fast. I said, yeah, but there's nothing better than rolling up next to a Mustang and eating its lunch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, and I think that's, that's part of that. Uh, you know, I, I always take it back to like the Corvette summer moment. You know, when the guy sees the car headed for the record and he's like, I'll save it because i can't afford to buy one right. and then the guy builds you know this 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 car from the wrecking yard but it's it's this personal sense of achievement that we all get whether we're building a hot rod or volkswagen or corvette or whatever but it's like taking something that was nothing creating it with your hands and no matter how turdy it looks when you're done man you look back at it and you're you like yeah, yeah i built that
2: uh, you know growing up in southern california uh, born and raised here i was in the epicenter of cow and back in the day i mean they were everywhere it was it was cool i mean it was really really cool but you didn't think that it was gonna i don't want to say reinvent itself but come back now you know years later right and when nobody thought huge resurgence yeah right Um, yeah
0: i mean but we all because because it a lot of these hobbies are real demographically uh, connected with us, what happens is we all go through this. F- I remember I was one of the first ones. I was looking at pictures of the others. like, hey, man, here was all of us at the Speedway. I'm like, no, that's my car. But my brother was there driving my car because I had something better to do. Usually when you got something better to do in your car, guy, it's it's usually a woman. You know, like, oh, I'm going this place with this girl, so you can, yeah, t- you can go ahead go and take my car. car because I've now found a new love. And then that evolves into like, for me, it was like marriage, then some kids And then like, what am I doing with this Volkswagen? I'll just sell it. You know, I'm not a young kid. And then it happens. One day you're there and you see a car and you're like, I can afford it, I'm buying it. I'm buying that car and I'm gonna build it myself. And you know, you get back in the hobby. And so I think everybody takes this little break for a little while when you're kinda sorting out things. And then you go, like the true car guys, they're back in.
2: <laughs> well, look, I mean, uh, you know, I'm a hot rider now. I mean, I'm, I've always, I've, I like all kinds of different cars. I can appreciate every different genre of cars. Um, I mean, I've got, a, I've got a Roadster right now, but, you know, when I was making all these calls, I called Frankie Freeman because I remember that car. And I love that car. And he said, it's for sale. And I go, really? And we started talking. He goes, you need to buy it. And I go, I know. And and I contemplate, you know, I thought about it. Let's put that. (laughs) And
0: and I think right now, right now is the time, especially when we see something like this in the hobby changing where VWs are going to be, you know, uh, a feature segment at the Grand National Roadster show. I I think these are another one of those things where it, it kicks it up another notch and kicks it up another notch and starts to Push values up, and this is what happens. And you guys aren't doing this to push the values up, it's just no. that's where the demographic goes, and then we, as enthusiasts, get our interest sparked again. And so now we got two shekels to rub together, and we're gonna go get the car we wanted.
2: You know, when uh, John asked me what I wanted to do uh, next year, I said I'd love to do Volkswagens, and everybody, you know, because uh, Kevin has been mentioning Volkswagen or Porsches and stuff, and I go, I'd love to do Volkswagens, and uh, I can't remember. Maybe you know, Bill, or maybe you guys know. Was there? Has there ever been an inside, inside exhibit for Volkswagens, car show wise or whatever? I don't. I don't remember as, you know, younger when, but you know, the buggins were happening. They no. never had anything indoor, right? This would be like one of the first.
3: Not an. Uh- Exhibit I don't think an like yeah, this, no, no, I no, mean, no. A true exhibit. No. When yeah. like R.G. Canning did their indoor shows, you had a lot of Volkswagens yeah, there yeah. because yeah. No, it was I'm that time. About, yeah, no, but, but a, something but that an is exhibit. No. Yeah, and a special exhibit with these handpicked cars, no.
2: Yeah, so th- it's
3: no pretty
0: and, special. Yeah, and and with them being indoors, normally Volkswagens are parked in the grass, or you know, when they do it at Orange County Fairgrounds, or they would do it at lion County Safari place like that. As far as my experience here. You know, the only thing that was indoor was the swap meet sometimes at, at the or at the in Costa Mesa over oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah, but oh, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. nothing, nothing car wise, and I, I think it's a different, it's a different thing to be able to to, to look at a car indoors too because. If you're the builder, if if you're the guy that wants your car to be seen a certain way, we've all heard it because we all are involved putting on shows. Oh, they parked me wrong. I was next to the stupid tree. I'm right next to the porta potty. You know, like you <laughs> name it, you name it. You guys oh, are laughing because that's all you're like. Oh, oh good, yeah. that thing didn't blow up. And then some guys making you know his world's falling apart because he's parked on the wrong setting side of the moon. You know, right. but or, you're, or the the
2: color. <laughs> Of the cars next to me is just the wrong color and it's throwing my car off for photo ops. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. we've heard it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and and but now with it being an indoor show and you're being able to show your car, you know, when someone's going on the indoor side, how much space do they have for their vehicle, and can they do a little setup for it? Yeah,
1: ten foot by twenty foot is a standard standard car space. And Volkswagen doesn't need that much space, so you've got a lot of room in there to do what you want in your display. You know, you can bring memorabilia or or. Uh, you know, like Kevin said, you rent carpet if you want to. Signboards, Signboard. Yeah, and yeah,
3: we've asked yeah. a lot of these guys at the Cars Historical mm-hmm. to bring some of that yeah. stuff, bring a photo board or something. Like yeah. I said, I talked to Corey Mack about bringing pictures of the car in the different stages so people know, know that it's the same car.
2: I know Colin that that has uh, Daryl Vitone's Guia is going to bring a 36-horse a engine that's pretty special to that car. Yeah. And he's going to have it on an engine stand, and I'm going to park – Daryl Vuitton's Bonneville Ghia next to the Daryl Vuitton's race car that uh, Dean Kirsten's, Kirsten's parking next to
0: yeah, it's Yeah, it's just so great to see all these things coming together. And then to be able to do a little bit more like that on an indoor show, you don't have to worry about wind, you don't have to worry about... trees and grass and birds and all this kind of nonsense and you can take the time i I think if you're gonna if you're gonna bring your car and bring it indoors take the time really if this is going to be the one time you're not going to cry about spending listen guys stop crying you're not going to cry about spending 150 bucks to get your car in you you get to be part of a piece of history spend now your car is done don't look for more things due to your car Look for ways to accent your space to make it really make your car stand out. And I think that makes such a huge difference because guys don't put it. Sometimes if it's their first, you know, they get that stage fright. It's their first debut. They come out and they're so nervous about just getting the car there. And they're like, my car's so bitching. And they get out there and it's like, oh, this guy's got carpet, a display, some mirrors, all this stuff. And hmm. All I have is my lawn chair. Like, don't be that guy. Make sure you take the time. You plan. You prepare. And you and you really get your space reserved. Now, listen, there's guys on the East Coast that have got, you know, some unbelievable vehicles. I mean, there, there's, uh, there's definitely some cars out there. And I think with this being such a pivotal time in the hobby, it's an opportunity not to be missed. So take the time. You know, get your car prepped. Figure your display out. And now is there – so for the judged event, so we've got the – and I'm talking to the – you know, to some of these guys that may be thinking for the feature. There's plenty of room for for guys that want to show their car. If you think your Volkswagen can go head-to-head with some of these custom cars that have the detail and finite uh, attention to detail that are put into them, register your Volkswagen. I would love to see – another Volkswagen can take a Soniker, right? Yeah. That's the that's what's available is that is that what it's available for him?
2: Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Last year a 30 what, a 33 Willie's truck. Correct. won the Soniker. Yeah. Anything can win the Soniker.
0: And you guys, listen, it's fair game. The rule book's online, and it lets you listen, if you only have yourself to blame if you lose. If you really that's if right. you really believe in what you built, man, I think you guys can uh, I'd love to see guys from all over the country just really bring some of those high-end cars out and get them on display and really uh, shake up the hot rod world a little bit.
3: Now, the one thing, though, so they know, with the Sloniker, the car has to be debuted at the show. It has to be a new
0: car. So it's got to be a new car yes. for, the Sloniker. for the Sloniker. But everything else they can bring. Hasn't been, uh, obviously, hasn't been featured, hasn't been right. seen. It can
3: be on the the shop's Facebook page and such as that in build process. Mm-hmm. But as a finished car, it has to make its debut at the grand national Roadster show okay so if it's a if it's if a car that's older a year old or so they can still bring it and just it would go into the other part of the show and judged. there's still
0: plenty of awards to win that oh, oh, best absolutely. paint yeah. best, best interior custom, best interior yeah. best engine yes. and no, plus their class paint. awards their are
3: subcompact, custom and then they're broken down by modifications there so
0: well, I'm I'm really excited to uh, I'm really excited for this year for this year coming up for this to go on and 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 for VW guys it's like roll in roll out you're in in the morning you're out in the afternoon and then you get to drive home but with this being a, a three day event start planning book your rooms now get your stuff reserved now so that you guys can be down here you know if you want to take a day and just go to a, you get a beach house or whatever guys go do that but I mean it's close enough that you could do that and. Uh, it's also a great opportunity to make a whole weekend of event for it. And I think it'll be a weekend to remember without a question. And
3: definitely. you get guys that make lifelong friends because they've spent the past three days together. Yep.
0: Yeah. Stage. I think a lot of us have made really close friends at car shows. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I definitely have some good buddies of mine that I don't see them very often, but when I see them, it's like, man, do you remember that one lame car show we were at and you and me were just <laughs> sitting there ripping on everybody or complaining about the same thing. And we forged this bond together. You know what I mean? It's just one of those, yeah. One of those things. So anything else that we needed to touch on that you guys think we we may have glossed over?
1: Just, uh, you know, the date's May 14th through the 16th next year. I mean, that's important. That is yeah. pretty and, important. Uh, the show, uh, if you're coming as a spectator, uh, Fridays and Sundays are your best day to attend because you can get around a lot easier. And Saturday's a busy day. Um, Saturday's is, is um, packed. It's, it's slammed, yeah. So just, just some tips there. Uh, Friday will open at noon, and we go until 8 o'clock uh saturday we'll open at 10 and we go until eight o'clock and then sunday we go from 10 until six the awards are at 4 p.m on sunday
0: okay
2: and there also is if you're interested in some of the kind of history but it's the awards it's the um friday night uh the the dinner oh we have a hall of
1: fame a group of guys like Jeffries and and uh fulmer and Dean and and that's on a that's on a Friday night. You can purchase tickets for those. Uh, you can get those on the same entry form. Yeah. Uh, but it's a pretty spectacular event. You guys like Chip Foose there. Guys like Roy Brazil yeah. will be there. Nice. So. Yeah.
2: And that's true. Uh, on the rest of it, uh, typically Chip Foose is there. Uh, like this year, he had a was it this year? He had his own all the the cars there that he built. Two years. Two years ago, um, you know you, you'll see a lot of celebrity car pe- Car people. Let's put it yeah. that way.
0: Um, well I think what's important to remember, there was no SEMA show this year.
1: Hmm. We're gonna get a lot of fresh builds because of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And because there was no yeah.
0: SEMA show, yeah. not only are you gonna get fresh builds, but if you guys have never been to a SEMA show, this will be the closest you'll be able to go to like a SEMA show without this is like a SEMA show without all the corporate nonsense in the way, right? With right. <laughs> without all the super expensive displays, all stuff. Because really as car guys, I think we go to a SEMA show for two things. Free stickers and crap they give away, and to look at the coolest, newest things that are out. Right, you know what I mean, especially with the cars. So, well,
3: by saying that with the SEMA show too, and we didn't touch on, we touch a little bit on vendors and Volkswagen, but we have vendors throughout the whole show. You know, we have Edelbrock and Classic Instruments and Vintage Air and so wheels and you know all kinds of different. We so, have. Some of the best upholsters in Southern California have booths there, and painters, nice and such there. So,
0: so if you've never been to a show that's got access, walk up and talk to access to all the guys that do everything from suspension to parts to tools to whatever. Absolutely, they're, right. they're going to be there as well. There's over yeah. 350 vendors. Oh yeah. wow! I mean,
1: it's it's a it's they they fill the walls.
2: Yeah. This is hands down. The best indoor show in the United States, in my opinion, it's not because I am part of the organization of it. Uh, I've been to the majority of the, the big shows, and this, by far, is as far as quality and diversity mm-hmm. of cars. This is the show.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I I'm excited. Uh, everybody's heard me say I'm excited fifty times so far on the podcast, <laughs> but I'm I'm really excited because I'm a I'm an I mean. You may or may not see me in the VW side because I love low riders. I love pro touring cars. I have got a car hobby and it's bad. And so to be able to see a lot of these cars and really, you know, have, have them in an environment where you can take the time and it's being three days long, you know, you don't feel like you're rushed to run through there and go check everything out. You can right. take your time, go through and, and check it out.
2: Right. It, it, it's, it's hard to see the whole show in one day i mean you could you can walk through real quick but you're going to see people you know you're going to see people you haven't seen in a long time it's probably going to take you a couple days you really want to spend at least a couple days there
0: yeah well i'm excited again the dates are the 14th through the 16th of may through the 16th of may that's uh friday saturday sunday at the fairplex in pomona weather's going to be great yeah
2: Um, oh you know also uh during the whole weekend They've got a pinstriper, um, what is it, what do
1: you, we have a charity auction, Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's uh, over 30 pinstripers that get together, which you'll
3: see, a lot of the artwork on the walls here in the office mm-hmm. is where that comes from, so, yeah,
1: so That's they'll, awesome. they'll, they'll do panels and, and auction them off or skateboards. it's or, pretty cool, actually. Yeah
2: you yeah. want something pinstripe, bring it, and they'll pinstripe it for you. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. All right, so you hear that, guys. You have that one prize, that 155-only Beetle, the the bubble tail taillight that you found. You only have one. Bring it down and get it pinstriped. There you go. So,
2: I just want to say thank you, Bill, yeah. for doing this. No. Uh, getting the word out
0: um i love it i i would love to see the vw enthusiasts rock the world of the hot rod guys that'd and, be cool. and i'd love to see guys from all over the country i mean we got guys from all around the world bringing cars That's there's right. a lot of hidden gems in this country and i hope some of these guys are listening and their their buddy drags them out and says hey i heard on this podcast they're doing it and volkswagens are allowed so let's volkswagens
3: re- have always been allowed
0: well but now that they're now that they're it's featured and, <laughs> and it's official yeah i think right. it's uh because there's there's always been I think in the past you know it's been it's been a car show guy that's pursued it as a Volkswagen, yeah. and some of the guys just build them for themselves. But now that the, everybody's just blown the budget and they go over the top, I think there's a lot of high caliber stuff out there. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, we'll definitely this won't be the last. You guys will hear this. We'll be doing some follow up podcasts. I'm sure coming up to it, getting some more you know some more in depth stuff with Carp on some of the the, the hunting he's done and uh even through through yep. now now with my I, new buddy god
2: stories that and now with my hmm. new
0: buddy carpo i've got phone numbers for a bunch of people that've got these hidden cars everywhere so oh, we'll bring cool. you guys some more classic vw history so well
3: i got one last thing to say please. And i want to say thank you to shin yes at Hot so, vws for all his help and support and thank you to Corey at MP for supporting us yep also
0: yep no absolutely no guys i i, I appreciate the time and uh we'll see we'll see you guys in may sounds great man all right thanks thanks well you guys heard it here make sure you get your rides ready it's going to be may 14th through the 16th pomona california the grand national roadster show man get your Volkswagens polished up dialed in and bring them out let's show these hot rodders what vw life is all about well guys uh i appreciate the support again uh let's talk dubs.com if you want to pick up some merch And if you're not on your way to Vegas, man, grab your boys and head on out. Saturday night's when the big $1,500 cash prize is available. So it ain't that far if you're from California, Arizona, or even uh, Utah. Head on down, fellas, and we'll see you guys later.